My name is Brandon Wade, but you can call me Mr. Brandon Wade. You can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me B Wade. But I got two rules for you if you're going to call me anything. Speak life and keep it real. If you do that, you're good in my book. Welcome to Pay It Forward. Whether this is a short episode or a long episode, I give you the greatest commodity that I have. Myself, who I am, who I'm learning to be, and who I've been. I give you my experiences. I give you my heart. I give you the parts of myself that even I don't necessarily want people to know. So if you're going to show up here, my only request to you is this. If you're blessed by anything that you hear from me, pay it forward to somebody else and speak life into the people that you're around. So let's check out what the show's about today. Ain't no clouds gonna make it rain. What's going on, everybody? Um, welcome back to Pay It Forward, your favorite radio show. It's been a while since I've said that. Um, I just want to let you guys know just kind of how I'm, I'm feeling today. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm about to go to an event later on. So I have been processing a lot of different things. Um, also, shout outs to the new setup here. Uh, I when you get upgrades, I've got a couple of upgrades. So you'll probably be seeing this a little bit more. Um, the more you get upgraded, the more things you can do. So that's really cool. Um, so. I've been processing and working through uh, my feelings a lot more. This week has been kind of a difficult emotional week for me as it is been the week of my dad's passing. Uh, my biological dad. Well, it, actually, let me correct that. This is not the week of his passing. The week of his passing is in April. Uh, but my dad died. Well, my dad's birthday was February the 8th. And so because this has always been kind of a day that was around my dad. So anyone that has experienced like losing a major family member will likely tell you that they usually feel grief or something like that kind of around that time. And um, it is not a pleasant feeling. I ain't gonna lie. Like it's not a pleasant feeling. Yesterday, I was um, feeling a lot of, like, tension in my chest, um, a lot of my feelings were really, like, on edge. And for me, uh, learning more about how my mind works, um, there isn't as much natural progression to how I feel. Sometimes I don't always know, like I have to be really conscious of what I feel because it will build up in me. And sometimes I won't necessarily be able to tell, but I just felt a lot of very high tension in my chest, a lot of like really tightness in my throat. Um, and it was a weird feeling in the sense of like, if, if it has felt like a lot of times I've wanted to cry and sometimes in doing some of this emotional work I've been doing, like I have cried, but I don't know. I said, it's a very, I, I do know. Let me correct that statement. I do know. It's a very intense feeling. And you know, I have, have been trying to I've been sitting with these feelings for a while um and learning about what they're meant to do is something new for me 
Because what I'm learning now is that feelings are supposed to move through your body. They're not, as I've said before, they're not supposed to really be suppressed. They're not supposed to be ignored and they're not supposed to rule either. They're just kind of supposed to keep moving. And child me still deeply misses my dad. Like I recognized last night, I was like, I'm still feeling shock about this. Like, it's been three years, and I still feel shocked about this. Like, I still expect to hear him call me from my room and go, Brandon, you know, hey, boy, come in here. Like, I still expect to hear that. And even where I'm sitting right now is the place where he would have sat. And this was, you know, his favorite area, his favorite chair. And I'm sitting here now. And I still don't really know how to feel about that. So I've been, you know, working on taking deep breaths, identifying the sensations in my body. And I've been um, doing this new practice lately. Um, It's an ancient Chinese practice um, uh, called Qigong. And Qigong talks about in their principles and their beliefs, they talk about um, energy being qi you know, moving through the body. A lot of people, if you ever watch anime, you know what I'm talking about because um, Dragon Ball Z, you know, they talk about, um, they talk about Ki and Chi is kind of like the same thing. Like it's, it's what is talked about if you ever do martial arts or karate or something like that. Talks about the movement up through your body that, you know, that, that emotions and, and things that emotions are meant to move through your body. Now this, I definitely do believe. My practice is not personally the Taoist practice, but I can see the value in Qi, like understanding it and how things are supposed to flow through us. Like we're supposed to experience feelings. So for us to reject feelings is not the goal. And for us to be led by and ruled by feelings isn't the goal either. So. I have been learning, you know, I've been doing this and it's very simple stuff, like just simple movements of the body. Um, It's been really helping me. Uh, I I started it yesterday and because my mom put me on it and was like, yeah, you know, this really helped me this day. I said, you know what, I'll give it a try. Like, you know, it can't hurt if it's simple enough. And for me, I've started to notice the effects, which are just that I feel lighter and not in a manic way, like. For those who have dealt with uh, grief and uh, depression, like I have, you have different stages of it. There are stages where you feel really, really low. And then there's also the opposite where you can feel very manic. And especially if you, um, like me, are on the autistic spectrum or have ADHD, you were are you will feel a lot more perceptive to those those manic highs and those those lows because when you feel like you're on you know when I feel like I'm on I feel like I can do anything like I genuinely feel like I can accomplish literally anything and there are ways that I am able to do those things but when I feel down like I lose like a bunch of as they call executive function like I don't feel like eating I don't feel like taking care of myself I don't feel like doing anything I don't feel like cleaning myself I don't feel like doing anything And what I've been learning and what a lot of people in workouts do in working out is there's a form of that that sort of happens 
in working out. You get an endorphin release. Um, but what working out is, I believe, is trying to do is accomplish movement in the body. And movement in the body is necessary and I believe it accomplishes some, but not all, because there's, again, this kind of thing. And I was even talking to one of my friends about this, too. Um, you know, they were talking about how they used to run marathons and like do a lot of like very high level stuff. And I used to say, you know, the thing that always scared me about working out was that workouts never felt they the people that I always saw, they like work out and they like sculpt their body and stuff like that. I was like, I've never seen one of them that just genuinely seems happy or content or have at peace with their life. And I've never seen anybody like even all the way to the top celebrities and everyone that does it. Like I will look and be like, are these people at peace? And none of them seem like they're at peace. And this person told me, they were like, I wasn't. It was like, I did these things because this was a way that I could feel in control of my life. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. And so I believe there's value in working out. Like, you know, I'm getting into personally, learning about workouts and things like that. But I have have been hesitant about it because I'm like, hey, bro, like I'm not trying to get into this addiction that people get into because one, I already came from an addictive, uh, an addictive mindset. Um, You know, I've talked before about the addiction that I had, you know, I've had on and off with porn, you know, and I've already come from an addictive lifestyle. So I like, even if it's a healthy addiction, I ain't, I, I don't need addiction. I don't need more addiction in my life. And And I'm starting to learn that there is an important principle in working out that I'm learning about in practicing this Qigong because I've they're very simple exercises. They only go for like a minute or five. And if you want to look them up, um, I'll leave uh, some resources on YouTube. There's some free exercises that will really help you. And they're very, very simple, extremely simple. They're not even they're barely even exercises. They're so simple, but they genuinely do help. And so what I believe they're, they're trying to point out is that the way our body's designed, our emotions, the way that our bloodstream works, all this stuff, it's a lot of energy that goes into it. And so energy is meant to move. And just like emotions, they're meant to move. They're meant to continue to flow through the body. They're just not meant to be stuck. And I believe that a lot of times when they're stuck is when we get a lot of the illnesses and stuff like that that happen, like the cancers, the kidney failures and organ failures and all this stuff like that is that stuff gets stuck in the body. You know, we're not the society hasn't really conditioned us to grieve. So I'm like deliberately spending time sitting and grieving and sitting with my feelings, writing them down, acknowledging them, practicing this work. And I'm starting to see the effects of what's going on. So like today, I feel really good today. And it's not a manic good that I'm normally feeling where I just feel like I'm floating. I feel like I'm on top of the world. It's not that kind of good. It's the good where... I'm feeling like I I can take more deep breaths. It's the good where I'm feeling more present. Like I can be more present. And it's the good that doesn't take away from the grief that I am feeling, that I can be present with both things. So this goes to the thing that I wanted to talk about today too, which is being deliberate and being intentional. And I mentioned this in the earlier podcast, uh, being deliberate and being intentional. Um, 
there's a guest that I'm going to have on the show, as I promised y'all. I told y'all I was going to get to guest. Um, I just needed to figure out the logistics, and now I figured them out. So uh, this coming week or the second week, um, I'm just working on the schedule with this person. I'm going to have my first interview segment uh, in, in a couple of years. I used to do them all the time when I was at school and I was on the radio station. Um, now I'm in, in a private environment, and because I don't have my studio yet, I've had to work around that, but I've, I've found a workaround. So um, I'm going to have my first interview segment with them, and I will be getting into video podcast as well. So you guys are going to start seeing more video segments, longer video segments, better, you know, better organized video segments too. You know, so um, this person deals with deliberate, being deliberate, um, being intentional. And that, as I'm learning, is a steeple of true masculinity it does not embody the fullness of true masculinity but it's a steeple of it being intentional being deliberate that's not that's something that in some ways was modeled to me by my dad but not in all ways um my dad was a man of integrity in that he kept his word and this is a way that i can honor him my dad was a man that kept his word that man if he said he was gonna be there at seven o'clock he was gonna be there at six fifty eight and I mean, that's all the way down to when he was literally skinning bones and had stage four uh, prostate cancer and told me he was going to pick me up from school. And I was like, sir, you should be in the bed. I would rather you not. And he said, that's not what I asked you. I want to know what time do you need me to be there? And I said, well, the class ends at 930. And that man was there every day at 927. He drove me from Pasadena back. I did not ask him to do that. I actually deliberately told him not to do it. And he still did it. The point is not that he persevered through whatever he was dealing with to be helpful. It was that he was deliberate and he was intentional. He said he was going to do something and he did it. That area was modeled to me in other areas, such as being present emotionally, such as being um, being digging into connection, being understanding and connecting with me as a person. That was not a way that he did. So I am raising up and connecting with more mentors and people that can teach me how to do that. Um, being deliberate and being intentional has helped me a lot lately. And I recognize that in this world, the steeple and the most important thing. So if I can encourage somebody that is is is, is especially if you're a man, you're trying to step into more masculinity and actual masculinity not the kind that's mirrored in society that's like oh you got to have all the females you know you got to have all the money all the mansions i look i've studied these people none of those people seem very happy those things are not actual masculinity masculinity comes in connecting with what is deliberate and what is intentional and acting and moving in that that is a major facet of that and i'm learning that now so it starts with simple things. It doesn't necessarily start with, you know, oh, I'm going to go start this plan and finish it. It can start with you saying, I'm going to get up and take a stretch each day and deliberately getting up and taking a stretch. Consistency comes with being deliberate, but consistency isn't being deliberate. It's just a thing because someone can be consistent and not deliberate at all. What I wanted to encourage people is people that have been and have felt and have and are feeling on and off feelings of depression. First of all, you may not even be feeling on and off. You may feel depressed right now. I will never be the one to tell you stop feeling depressed. That's stupid. And not only is that stupid, that could be a biological issue right then. 
I'll never be one to tell you that because I've because I've lived and I've I've been living through that. I understand what that's like. To be deliberate starts in small steps. Even if it's as simple as waking up when you wake up and saying a quick thank you to God for waking you up. For me, that's what I do. Everybody don't believe in God like I do, but that's what I do. It's not deliberate. It's, it's not for other people first. It's for me first. So it's using certain type of language. Um, this person had just posted something. I matter of fact, I posted on my story where they were like, remove these things from your vocabulary. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Probably. Maybe those things don't sit in the place of power in which our words do have. And I'm a big believer that, especially as 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 the gospel says, that your words have power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So my words have power. So if I'm saying things like, I will do this, it doesn't mean that that is always going to be the outcome because the reality is, is that you're going to face things that you're not always going to be able to do. Like, no matter how much you try to do that, you're going to run into stuff. Like, you're going to face stuff where you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I was planning on doing this at 6 o'clock. There was something unexpected that took place or whatever. I'm not able to do that. That's understandable. And that's what I've been learning about integrity, which is also a part of being deliberate, which is being serious about what your word is, which means if you can't keep your word, you're clear on that and you can still honor your word. The goal is not to keep your word, but to complete it. So if it's a small thing like, man, um, I'm going to go pick up the trash in 10 minutes. Well, you might not want to pick up the trash that whole day. But it's being intentional and saying, I am going to pick up this trash, intending to do it, moving on that intention and accomplishing that. If you can do it in small things, it will 100 percent work in big things. And that's what I've been learning, too, is like if I can say that I'm going to do something and do it. Or if I can say that I'm going to do something and complete it. That is me being deliberate or intentional. A lot of things happen and I've seen that it throughout my own life and through other people's lives when you're not intentional. Like you're like, all right, I'm going to do something. Maybe I'll get to it. You know, it's all good. We'll get there when we get there. It's good to have an attitude of being open to the things and changes that you might experience. But the intention can still remain the same. So if you intend and you act and you're deliberate with that intention, it can help you and help other people. Like it helps me and it helps the people around me feel safer when they know that I'm going to do what I intend to do, that I'm going to set out to do that. And if I can't do it right, then I'm still going to accomplish what I intended to do. That helps people around me feel safer. And I'm recognizing now that that is a profound important in importance in the masculine trait. I never got taught about masculinity. Like, what does that even mean? And it also frees me to be present in my own feelings, because if I'm more open to being deliberate, if I'm more open to being intentional, then that also means that I'm more open to being present because I'm not constantly questioning myself as much. So. This is a very important thing for me, and I'm exploring this. So the more I learn about this, the more I'm going to share with you guys, the more I'm going to share with you guys what, what what's happening here. Um, intention and being deliberate is very important because to be intentional is to say, I intend to do this and to have the intention in mind. Unfortunately, intention 
isn't enough when it comes to masculinity. It's like we all intend to do good things. We all intend to do life. But what deliberate steps are we able to take in doing that? And it could be a genuinely small step. It could be as simple as I want to build a business, but you start with opening an Internet page. That's an intentional and deliberate step if you've done it intentionally. Like I'm intentionally opening this Internet page deliberately because I'm thinking about starting a business and you do that and that's enough. That's being intentional and deliberate. And then you build on that next thing. You might be like, I'll research an article intentionally because deliberately I want to build a business. Now, does it always have to be a business? No, nah. most of my intention and deliberation has been on being prepared, preparing myself for and intentionally being ready for the person that I'm going to be with in a relationship, a romantic relationship. Most of my intention has been there and working on my own emotional state, working on what does that mean to be connected to Brandon? Like, who is Brandon? What is Brandon interested in? What things spur Brandon's interest? Every time I do that, even if it's a small step, if I do it intentionally, it builds a certain power and a certain confidence in me. Does that mean that I'm going to be self-assured about everything? No, no. And I don't and, and, and I likely don't feel that way right now. But there is a power in being genuine and a power in being authentic. And I think and I believe that's what people are looking for. So if you're a man and you're struggling right now to be like, hey, bro, like, I don't know what it means to be a man. I don't know what it means to show up. Being intentional and being deliberate in small and effective ways, very small, don't matter. Take it and make it as small as possible. Don't try to make it as big as possible. Make it as small as possible. And do that because the feeling that comes from that can build you to do other things because that's what it's been doing with me. I will share whatever resources and whatever wisdom I have. I told y'all I would share my successes. I'd share my failures. This right now feels like a success to me. This is a success to me. I will share my failures as well. Y'all have seen me when I'm made up and everything is clean. Y'all will see me if I'm not feeling that way. Y'all will see me in grief. Y'all will see me in contentment. Y'all will see me in happiness. I promise y'all that. All right. And that is something that I will do. That is paying it forward to me. All right. So continue to make your steps deliberate. I'm going to be bringing in more people that are going to be mentors and people that I look up to in the mentorship way that can teach me things. Some may be teachers about money. Some may be teachers about relationships. Some may be spiritual teachers. They may be teachers of the gospel. They may be teachers of just teachers of life. But I want these things to be reflected in the tapestry that God has made my life. So this is just a message of encouragement that if it is getting better for me, it's getting better for y'all, too, because y'all are connected to me. And this is why I do this. I love doing this work. This work is my work. This is mostly this is part of my this is see, I'm using non-deliberate language. This is my life work. This is my life's work. It's not my only life's work, but this is my life's work. And everything I do is reflected in this work. So if you love what I'm talking about, I love you guys, man. If you love what I'm talking about, man, pay it forward to somebody else, man. There's somebody else that needs it, whether they hear it from me or whether you just take it and apply it. I just pray that you pay it forward. And for anybody under the sound of my voice, God, I thank you right now that anyone right now that's under the sound of my voice will not only hear but receive the spirit of what it is you share with me. That, God, your kingdom is is deeper than what we understand. And, God, that you know 
by spirit and by truth what it is you want to say to your people. So today, let this word go forth and let it land on good ground in Jesus' name. Amen. I love y'all, man. Um, I'm going to tap in with y'all again. uh, You will be hearing from me in the next two weeks. Um, And when you guys do hear from me, I will post about it, man. I love y'all. Talk to y'all again. Peace. Shalom. Keep it real.